Hello and welcome to People Matters podcast. This is Sudeshna, your host, bringing to you the best insights from guests across the globe and industries. For today's episode, we are going to have Nikhil Arora, the Vice President and Managing Director of GoDaddy India. Hi, Nikhil. Welcome to People Matters podcast. Thank you, Sudeshna, and thank you, People Matters, for having me on this podcast. Okay, so to start with uh, today's episode, first question that I have is um, that a survey conducted by Manpower Group states that hiring may increase by 29% globally in the quarter two of 2022, with Brazil topping the list, followed by Colombia, India, Mexico, and Sweden. On the basis of this, how do you see the role of HRs transforming this year to hire the right talent? at the face of great resignation and also retaining them you know as as supply struggles to mass demand you know we, we will see people cost and attrition numbers going to be high uh, we see the attrition rate of large companies uh, with more than 10000 employees uh, hovering around north of 30% and you know companies with less than 50 employees at 25 to 26% so clearly companies are battling attrition issues that many will continue to do so you know for one simple reason a lot of companies don't understand why their employees are leaving in the first place uh, most of the time you know the the assumption is that these are economic reasons the employees are uh, you know leaving rather than perhaps taking the time to investigate the root causes of attrition sometimes businesses uh, you know resort to what we call the quick fixes right uh, for example increasing pay or financial perks or or bonuses and so on right and as we have seen during the pandemic and now right employees really crave engagement in human aspects of work employees want their job to have a meaning and improve sense of purpose uh, employees want to feel like they have a common identity and essentially it's these softer factors which really will help employers retain talent and and the way the employers can go about is uh you know having some good people analytics tools so they are able to get real time feedback and what are the burning issues which are affecting employees uh, embracing more you know hybrid work culture uh, maintaining more diversity equity and inclusion and really having a kind of a, a more diversified sense of uh, i would say the remote work options right because remote work options works for some but works for diff- you know different people in a different way right so really i would say you know looking at these factors and also emphasizing employee well-being career development training and and so on right so these are the kind of really the factors i would say would would really help companies uh, manage and and really contain the high attrition rate uh, but the fundamental takeaway here is to understand employee pain point and a lot of time it's non financial Okay so you know as we were talking about employee engagement and also that you know employees prefer uh, you know feeling that value at work so uh, citing this what has been the significance of the right evp policies in the workforce management and uh, talent retention in a remote first work environment the importance of uh, employee value proposition in attracting hiring and retaining the you know top talent industry has been proved through many models right essentially it aids in prioritization of uh, hiring policies the creation of a strong brand in the eyes of the public and employee involvement uh, it gives organizations a competitive advantage in the talent market while also enhancing engagement productivity and performance evp promotes you know basically employees to build deep bonds with coworkers organizations and positions enriching their work experience and raising stakeholder engagement 
Most importantly, it provides a thorough examination of each position, ensuring that it is appealing to top talent and allows the candidate to choose whether or not they will be a suitable fit. So developing a great EVP may help not only improve and elevate overall employment brand, but also you know, making an, an employer more appealing uh, and landing spot for excellent prospects. Uh, you know, today's re-evaluation uh, of, of our employer brand and EVP will assist in attracting new talent and also basically, you know, helping make sure there's always a consistent match, right? If you think about overall, India's workforce is optimistic about future of work with 82% considering changing jobs in 2022. And, you know, with, with having a strong EVP, just it displays a clear commitment you know, from an employer to make sure that they're bringing in the employees with the right match, with the right expectations and with the right alignment. Okay, so uh, now, you know, I would like to know a little bit about GoDaddy. I mean, uh, what has been that one significant employee value proposition idea that has helped GoDaddy swim through the ocean of hybrid or remote work models over the last two years? So we've been always been uh, focusing on, you know, the human first approach, which essentially means uh, especially during the last two years here, uh, we want to provide flexibility to our employees. In the case of, uh, you know, where uh, people were having, you know, people are adjusting to this model of uh, uh, working from home. You know, how do you ensure we are able to have the connectivity with the employees, right? So a lot of employees were, you know, everybody was on, on different video conferencing tools. So how do we ensure that we continue to keep a good connectivity, which means we minimize, uh, for example, video conferencing work, workload where we can while getting the work done, right? Uh, recently, we also uh, had the volunteer program back to office uh, where we welcomed employees back who want to come, but you know, but but the option is theirs to kind of continue to work from home, right? Um, other things we we have done is you know communicating a contingency plan, right? Basically having a re-exit plan because it's a crucial part of what we are living with, right? Employees feel more secure if they know there is a plan in place in the event of a new outbreak of of the virus or there's fresh unrest that appears to be harmful. Uh, also addressing employee health and physical safety, right? The health and physical safety concerns of returning to work is one of the first things, um, which is the first thing in employees' mind. And we, you know, we've been very proactive in addressing that, right? Uh, also acknowledging different possible states of mind because employees may have different perspective on returning to work. And, you know, as a company, we, uh, we should be aware and we should have open, honest dialogue on, 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 on how it's affecting different employees and really finding new ways to listen, right? Getting better communication from employees, getting real-time feedback and implementing technology, right? To really ensure uh, safety and meeting compliance requirements. So overall, I think it's really focused on human first, employee well-being, listening to employees, sharing contingency plans, you know, being, uh, being open to, you know, getting inputs back and really making sure that employees are feeling secure and safe as they're returning to work. So, uh, Nikhil, as you were talking about, you know, uh, video conferences and uh, several uh, initiatives taken for the employees and also, you know, as employees have uh, different aspects uh, and different thought processes about coming back to the offices. So how has the HR department of GoDaddy been very upright about, uh, you know, such initiatives? Because this is a very new function on the plates of the HRs and their role about this is absolutely undeniable. So uh, how has the HR department of GoDaddy worked on this? 
you know i have a different perspective on this right i think the the job of leaders executives uh, and hr have all merged in this situation right because anybody who manages people today uh, i think it's a collective responsibility of all of us to make sure that we are kind of somehow wearing an hr hat right because ultimately if we are managing people we are managing what's going on today out in the world and and so in partnership with hr things we have done which i just shared with you about right making sure that we have a human first approach uh, so we have you know implemented programs for employee uh, well-being which includes both physical and mental uh, you know we have given them the hybrid uh, uh, flexible approach to work uh, from their own homes uh, and you know we've just had a volunteer return back so if they feel like they're ready to come back great if not you know it's their choice ensuring uh, you know around vaccination that we're providing enough access to everybody around the world so they're able to you know make sure that they're you know getting vaccinated in 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 these these uh, you know these these times where it's absolutely must to have that right and then uh, ultimately having you know the contingency plan and also ensuring training of employees right because i think you know as as is two years people feel like oh my god i've left behind and you know i was supposed to be progressing so how we can continue to train and motivate employees you know to grow uh, and 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 really um, and really you know be be uh, feel like they are progressing in their careers right so i think it's been a i would say a 360 degree approach all the way from focusing on the health and well-being to focusing on the physical workspace which now is their home and providing everything we can around you know allowances or any any equipment they need to ultimately you know the career uh, progression uh, and what training and tools can we provide so nikhil you know we uh, talk about employees and the hrs so uh, and at times people tend to forget that the hrs are also the employees so they their engagement and their uh, mental health is also you know an issue when this discussion surfaces so citing this uh, scenario i think the the hrs have really played a very significant role and very confidently over the last two years which has really thrown a lot of challenges at the faces of uh, you know the the employees and especially when it comes to employee engagement management policies remote uh, or dispersed workforce management so under such circumstances how do you think that uh, you know what should be the right processes for the hrs to kick start quarter 2 of 2022 in order to help both the companies and the employees bounce back to this on site work culture i think first of all it it it, it is important to do a diagnostic and assessment of various locations your employees are located in right because uh, the 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 covid situation and the lockdown situation varies from site to site right so it's important for you know hr and any company to make sure each geographical location being assessed on its own merit and that uh, you know some locations open at some point and some locations don't open at some point and it's a phased out approach right it, and in that sense it's like uh, you know you you kind of almost saying you know what location is green what location is red what location is yellow right secondly then i think as and when the locations are available to open the processes of welcoming back employees in a voluntary way but also maybe perhaps you know sequencing certain functions to come back early versus some functions to come back later right because some functions perhaps work better when they are you know they are they are close to each other and they are sitting in the office and some functions can be you know continuously uh, be hybrid right so even though the programs are volunteer but you can actually 
articulate and map out what functions can come back earlier versus what other functions can come back later, right? Uh, and then thirdly, I think making sure that when they're coming back, that there's enough, you know, processes in place at the location uh, for employees to start feeling comfortable and, you know, onboarding back. You almost have to onboard employees back because a lot of employees have not been in physical office. So there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of uh, questions. There are a lot of uh, question marks on, on, and, you know, some employees may have even forgotten to be what it's like to be in office, right? So, I mean, all of us have been stuck in our homes for the longest time. So how you know, how do we kind of go about that, right? How do we make sure that we have the right processes to make sure we are onboarding and reboarding, you know, the employees in, in, in a way where they feel coming back again and feel, you know, being excited, but on a volunteer basis. All right. I would be closing this episode with the last question today. And I think uh, you would be the best person for me to ask this question because coming from that digital space, you will understand this better that, you know, digital space is an industry that can purely operate remotely due to the very nature of the jobs and the functions. So do you think that uh, employers should look forward to having workers back to their offices with the right EVB policies in place? If yes, can you please share some examples from your own organization? Yeah, I think we believe that, you know, in order to distinguish ourselves as a new employer, we embrace like really the professional goals of new age talent, right? And and employees need regular opportunity to upskill, reskill, polish their present abilities, uh, and which, which, you know, all of us should be giving them, right? So giving employees access to ongoing training and development opportunities, uh, you know, using the digital space, you know, is, is a big part of what we're doing, right? Having the collaboration between industry and academia uh, can really kind of work together to co-create skill development curriculum. You know, the role of senior management in setting the tone for workload and quality assurance method is critical. And as, you know, I'll give you some examples, right? I mean, we are we're fostering um, on an ecosystem with employee-centric programs and policies to improve uh, mental and physical health of employees. Uh, my biggest learning during past year is, is that, you know, the leadership style is extremely important for all, all of us to focus on holistic wellness at our workplace. Uh, our fitness or self-improvement goals are often pushed to the personal corner of a you know, strict work-life divide. So with my team in India, I've been systematically trying to create a more embedded culture of wellness while making employee well-being a key focus of my overall business strategy. So things like you know, using a digital medium of providing access to some of the mental wellness um, you know, apps out there, right? Or doing physical wellness program using digitization, giving access to employees to take courses online because you know this is the best time to... Uh, really, you know, upscale yourself, um, you know, doing events also, right, uh, through, you know, having customer connect events, right, because ultimately employees want to feel connected to the customer they're serving. So what digit, what digital tools can we use, you know, to help employees connect to, 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 to what's happening, you know, in the customer ecosystem and so on, right. So I think, you know, digitization has almost become a table stake and almost a, a must uh, for us to do it because it's no longer an option. But how you use it and ultimately i go back to the same thing right getting into the pulse of employees to say what helps them be more productive be more happier be more engaged so clearly people want to continue to rescale and upscale so digital plays a big role clearly employees want to be connected to the customers so digital plays a key role you know clearly employees want to feel better physically mentally digital plays a key role and and i think the biggest connectivity 
DNA of the world is not digital. So how do you connect employees to employees using digital methods, right? So how do you make people humanly connected using digitization, right? It's not easy, but that's where we want to continue to focus on because the, that human connect is really what makes an employer uh, sustain, retain, and engage employees. Well, I think that was beautiful. I mean, that human connect and uh, communication. I think that is the uh, basic solution for all the problems and uh, challenges. And I believe that uh, you know, uh, as you rightly said, that there's no no problem uh, with uh, you know without any solution. So whenever there's a problem or a challenge, there has to be a solution. And through communication, I think we can solve that all. So it was really a nice episode, Nikhil. And thank you so much for all those insights. Thank you, Sudeshna, and thank you, People Matters, for having me on this podcast. I've been a very insightful discussion on the role of HR, the role of leaders, as the employees come back uh, into the post-pandemic world, and also, you know, things which will keep employees motivated, engaged, and excited to stay in the workforce. So, thank you for having me here. For more such episodes, stay tuned to People Matters.